What would you do if you came to church this morning and we got a sign on the door? Church closed. How would you feel? You'd kind of wonder what, what's going on. What happened? Why is the church closed? I think about this because there was a church in Oklahoma called Holdenville sent out a letter this year. We're closing our doors. We don't have enough people. We're closed. You know, I think about church at Mobiti, it closed. Church at Laketon, it closed. The church at Perryton, it closed. Church at Berlin, Oklahoma, closed. Church at Dozer, not going anymore. Most of them's here, which is good. Church is closed. Brother Curtis has a saying, says it's easier to keep a church open than to start one. You young guys, do you ever play like Superman? Do you ever pretend to be Superman? I want to pretend for a little while. Let's pretend we can go in the future, okay? I'm going to pretend, and next year, that our teaching is going to decline. I'm going to pretend that I get up here, you know, uh, Tuesday I had to go get an IV in Amarillo, that was a long day, Thursday we drove to Lubbock to be with Lexus, Friday we sat there in the hospital, that was long, Saturday, you know, we came home, I, you know, I didn't have time really to prepare. But, you know, it's my turn. I didn't get much out of this. I hope you do. Then next Sunday, somebody else's turn. I said, well, David got up and sloughed off his lesson. He's an elder. I can do that too. So all of a sudden, our teaching declines. Sounds like fun, don't it? Acts 20 and 20, and how I kept back nothing that was profitable to you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house. Next year, we don't even study together. Our teaching goes down here in the assembly. You know, it's, remember, we're pretending, but, you know, this, this is kind of sad. Matthew 25 and 15 and unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Each one of us have kind of been given certain abilities, certain talents. And let's say in next year that some of our, our younger guys coming up says, you know, I don't have the talent to teach. I don't have the talent to learn and to do like the one talent man and they put their talent in a hole in the ground. So therefore, they're not going to teach. No, we can't do it. Let somebody else do it. There's plenty others. 
I want to think a little bit about the two-talent man. He didn't have even half as much as the five-talent guy, did he? But he used what was given to him by God. He doubled, he increased his talent by working with it. I want to tell you, if the one-talent man would have used what God given him, he would have increased too. But when we say, no, I'm not good enough, our teaching declines. All right, we're going to fast forward to 2025. Five more years. The new Christians, people that obey the gospel, we don't teach them. Acts 8 and 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Christians that are new don't know a lot about the Bible. Older Christians are supposed to help them, supposed to teach them. We're feed them milk, not strong meat. Nurture them, take care of them. But in five years, we don't do that. Titus 2, starting in verse 1, But speak thou things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and patience. The aged men likewise, that they, aged women likewise, that they be in the behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young men to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded. The new Christians don't even really have anybody to watch and to pattern their self after. We just say, it's great. I'm glad you obeyed the gospel. Welcome aboard. And then we'll be like some places that Sean and Gimme go. They'll go back in two or three years. And where's old, old brother Freddie that obeyed the gospel? Where's he? Uh, we had not seen him. I said five more years. 20, 30. Us Christians here are not learning. Matthew 13 and verse 13, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And is fulfilled, and in them it is fulfilled, the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. We have a, a church service kind of like this. I'm in charge of communion. Y'all know where we're here. Brother Fred, offer thanks. We pass everything. Brother George, offer thanks. We're going to pass the plates. Isn't that edifying? 
We hadn't learned what to do, how to conduct the service. We hadn't learned what to, how the service was to be, be done. We, we're not learning anymore. In five more years, we don't show any concern for others. Remember the parable in Luke 10 and 30. And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at that place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion upon him. Have you ever heard someone say, he got himself into that mess, let him get out of it. They're reaping what they've sown. They're getting their reward. We don't care anymore about our church members. We don't care about the community. We don't care. Matthew 6 and 25. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? I am busy. You know, I've got a job. We need to hire somebody to do the church work. I knew a guy once that was real good at fishing. He fished every weekend, and he won some money. And if he'd done well enough, he got a new bass boat. He can't be here on Sundays anymore. My child is very athletic. I've got to take him to these activities. I've got to help him get training. You know, he's so good at ping pong, he may get a scholarship. You know, we, we've got to encourage him. College talks so much, is take so much money. Isn't that something? Then, you know, we all have hobbies. You know, Becky and I have worked hard. I think probably that we deserve the right to travel. We're not going to be here. We're going to travel. So you see what I'm saying. Five more years. We don't even get along here anymore. We don't get along. 1 Timothy 5 and 13, And withal they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also and busybody, speaking things which they ought not. Do you know what I heard? I don't know whether it's so or not, but I'm going to tell you. Nobody's ever done that, have they? I heard about a, a church once that one member did not buy hay from another member, so he went about bad-mouthing the guy that didn't buy hay. 
What a deal. What a deal. Proverbs 26 and 20. Where no wood is, the fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer, strife ceaseth. As coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. I know a congregation that meets together from time to time on Saturday because I was there once and went to their meeting and they said, do not invite Fred. Fred will get to talking and you can't even visit. Here's what Fred did once. At church, they got up and announced that a, a young person had been killed in a car wreck. Fred's making the announcements. Fred says, you know, that reminds me, 1965, the Jones family lost a child, and, you know, that was so sad. And that reminds me, the 1975, the Smith family, they lost a family, and then, you know, it was just devastating. Then in 1985, the Williams family, they had this, and he just goes on and on. He keeps shifting gears, and you just, you just sit there and listen. And we've heard that whole story a hundred times. Don't invite Fred. Don't, just soon Fred wasn't even ever around. So they're not getting around along together at all. Five more years. 25 years from now, where are our elders? Some of them are dead. Heard about an elder not too long ago that resigned. Heard about a deacon once, a rather young guy. He went off to uh, every weekend to some dog sales. And when he was called to say, hey, we're missing you, he said, boy, that offends me. I'm not coming to church anymore. Our leadership's not here. Look at Acts 2, Acts 6, and starting verse 2. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, who we may appoint over this business. We look out, we don't even have in seven men, much less those full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. We don't even have in seven men anymore. It's getting sad, isn't it? All right, 30 years from now, nobody cares. We, uh, we've tried some socials instead of salvation. That didn't work. We tried inter entertainment, not evangelism. We haven't tried building a platform by the highway and, you know, standing on that singing out there. We haven't done that. Visitors don't feel welcome. I visited with a young lady not long ago, said they went to a gospel meeting, and the only people that talked to her was visitors from other congregations. Uh, what's a gospel meeting? They make me tired. I like to go to bed at 8 o'clock. We don't have gospel meetings, no. Sunday morning, that's the only time we meet. Nobody comes on the evening. 
We sure can't have church on Super Bowl Sunday. The big game is on. They got all these expensive advertisements. We need to watch them. No young people. People with young people don't want to come here because there's not no young people. There's a handful left. So in 30 years, what do we do? We put up the sign. Church closed. In Mark 4 and 19, and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in, choke the word, and it become unfruitful. What do peach trees have? They have peaches. What do Christians have? They have Christians. No fruit. The church is closed. You know I'm not smart enough to put a picture on the slide. I had help. This shows this building. No lights on. It's empty. Pretty nice building. What do y'all think? Do you like the thought of closing the church? Well, let's pretend something else. A coin has two sides, okay? Let's turn the coin over and pretend now the other way. Next year, our teaching improves. 2 Timothy 3 and 16, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction of righteousness, that the man of God might be perfect, thoroughly furnished into good works. We have a preacher who gets here, look, I got the Bible! It tells us how to live. If we've got a problem, it gives us answers. It tells us how to get to heaven, and we're going to work together and get this. We're excited. We're not tired. Our teaching improves. You know, like I said, I had help with this. I had Zane come over one day, and I says, what do you think? And he Give me some ideas. And he said, what about putting a picture on it? I said, I can't do it. He said, I can. So he put a picture on it. And as we went, he said, man, I really like this. I like this for, to teach. I said, why don't you do it? I think you can do better than I can. He said, no, it's your ideas. Uh-uh, uh-uh. But we work together. Teachers work together, exchange ideas, and make it better. Old guys are not good with technology. But we can learn, can't we? With enough help. And we're teaching all things now. Five years from now, we're teaching all things. Matthew 28 and 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even into the end of the world. Amen. We are now teaching those that obey the gospel. 
We're taking them under a wing. We read about a chicken taking a hen, taking her chickens under a wing. We're taking these young babes in Christ. We're taking care of them. We're feeding them. We're nurturing them. This is exactly what we're supposed to do. And we're working at it. All right, another five years. 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Study to show thyself to prove unto God a workman that it needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We're excited to come to church. We want to see who's here. We want to get here early. We want to get things taken care of. We want to exchange hugs. We're just, you know, it's fun. Let's, we want to go there. We're going to learn things. It's going to be a great day. It's Sunday. Oh man, this is great. It's the best day of the week. I get to see my brothers and sisters. It's wonderful. Better get there early. We don't want to have to sit on the front row. We need to sit on the back. But we've got to get there early. Yes. A couple verses in 1 Timothy that I like. Talks about as we grow as Christians. 1 Timothy 4 and 13, Till I come, give attendance to reading and exhortation to doctrine. Verse 16, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Most of you are aware there's some churches of Christ that have studied for 15 years and they decided some of the Bible don't apply to churches nowadays. So they're teaching things that's completely unscriptural. We have to stay sound and strong in the doctrine. When we do that, we will be blessed. Hold on to the doctrine. Don't let the cares of the world sneak in and say, well, everybody's doing it. We don't care what everybody's doing. We want to do what the Lord is teaching us. Now we're in... 2035, and we're seeking the lost. Luke 19 and 10, For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. What do you do when you seek? If I was seeking gold, I might be in a river with a pan. I never have seeked gold. I might be in a, back in a hole in the ground digging. I'd be busy doing things. If we're seeking the lost, we have to be hunting, don't we? We have to be hunting them. We have to be busy. We have to be doing things. We've got to be out and about. We're not going to be happy to just sit back. You know what it takes to close a church? Doing nothing. That'll do it. Every time. Keeping it open means seeking, doing things. Also in 2035, we're showing Christ's love. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. We're visiting, we're, we're out in the community, we're doing things. Not too long ago, there were several got together and they ran concrete for one of our brethren. 
Somebody put pictures on something, Facebook, and there was at one time over 200 people like this. I had a blast. I really did. I don't know anybody there that didn't have fun. You know, I couldn't laugh at disaster on most things. I was mixing concrete and the latch tripped and the whole concrete mixer went down the front of Monty. Uh, he concreted his shirt and his pants. I mean, it looked good. I liked it. He enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We had a good time. We need to be out doing things, showing our care for one another. Galatians 6 and 2. Bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. As a soldier in Christ, when someone is wounded, we don't leave them on the battlefield. We go get him. We go get them. We help them. We carry them. We doctor them. We take care of them. And this is not an option. This is a commandment. When a brother and sister is down, you go get them. You bear their burden for them. And that's what we're doing in 2035. Now, 20 years out in the future, we're at 2040. Luke 6 and 29, Unto him that smiteth thee on one cheek, offer also to the, the other, and him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. We hear from time to time that members are annoyed, I'm going to use that word, with another member. You know, there may be people that are annoyed at me. I'm bossy. I'm stubborn. I talk too much. And you, you, you can let that tear the church apart. But in 2040, we're not doing that. We realize that we have a team. And this team has one goal is to make it to heaven. And we work together. Matthew 6 and 14. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I'm not perfect. I don't think you're perfect. I need to be forgiven a lot. So we have to forgive our brothers and sisters when they get on our nerves or when they say something that hurt our feelings. We have to do that. You know, sometimes we think we're the point guard on the team and we can't dribble. We need to play inside. We each have different degrees of abilities and talents. 
And we need to help each other with that. Encourage them. All right, now we're 25 years out, 2045. We have qualified leadership. Titus 1, starting verse 6. If any man be blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children not accused of right or unruly, for a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, no striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainslayers. How many do we have in 2045? Do we have seven elders, 13 deacons? How many do we have? We have godly men that has taken their ability, their talents, and then increase them how many do we have then my answer is who knows who knows how many do we have at that time 1st Corinthians 3 and 6 I have planted Apollos watered and God gave the increase so then neither is he that planted anything Neither is he that watereth, but God giveth the increase. As a team, we plant, we water, and God will increase every time. Every time it will happen. So in the year 2050, are we in this building or are we in a bigger building? Who knows? You know, it just could be amazing in 2050 if we work at it. In Mark 4 and 20, And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Somebody that's good at math, figure this. Each family here, let's get one person to study and obey the gospel each year. Figure that up for 30 years. Now one person is not too bad for a whole family to think about getting just one. Let's get one. Do a little bit of thinking what it would be. Would we have 400 people here? 500? I, I, I think the sky is the limit that we can have here. I really do. It takes effort. If you're seeking, it takes effort. We've got to be busy. There's things to do. Here's my last verse. John 15 and starting verse 1. I am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring more fruit. If you remember one thing about our lesson, at 2050, whichever side of the coin you're on, it depends on you. 
It depends on you. You can be tired and we'll close the church. Or you can get after it and do some things and invite people to church. Say, hey, do you want to study the Bible? I heard about in Tulsa they're doing that and they're getting studies every week. Do you want to study the Bible? Pick a topic. Let's study it. That's going to make us stronger by studying topics. What do you all want to do? This building could hold a lot of hay. What do you all want to do? It's up to you all. We can get to work or we can close it. For those on uh, podcast, I've got two pictures now. I've got a picture of the building with quite a few in it. And I've got a picture of with it empty again. It's entirely up to you what we do. We can get to work or we can be tired.